Ahoy, Shock Fantasy fans. This is Matt Harrison, and before the show begins, I have three jobs for you. First, please take a look at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the Shock Fantasy podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Second, wherever you're listening, give me a rating and a review for the show. If you include your Twitter handle in the review, we might send you something fun in the mail. We do that periodically. And third, if you haven't yet subscribed to the season pass of Shock Fantasy, you should. You get 365 days of the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, which gives you stats and info to set all of your weekly lineups, including DFS lineups. The Redraft and Dynasty trade value charts, so you never get taken to the cleaners in a trade. Our waiver wire content each week. The Super Bowl, Thanksgiving, and NFL Draft prop bet games so you can make friendly wagers with your family and friends at the most important football gatherings and preseason cheat sheets for basically every kind of fantasy football imaginable. You'd be getting those for next year. Now, all of that curated color coded data comes to you for only $40 for a full year. That's 76.9 cents per week. But if you act now and use the promo code AirBear. You get the whole year for only 25 bucks. That's promo code AIRBEAR, A-I-R-B-E-A-R, for those of you who are brave spellers. Enter that at checkout and we'll knock off $15. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shock Fantasy Podcast for Thursday, October 21st, 2021. My name is Matt Harrison at Explosive Output on Twitter, at Shock Fantasy on Twitter. A reminder, as always, to rate and review the podcast five stars. On your favorite podcast platform, we send out stickers to people who leave their uh, Twitter handles behind on the, uh, oh, what do you call it, the Apple TV thing. I, I haven't had my caffeine yet this morning. It's it's early morning here, uh, and I wanted to get this uh, podcast done for you guys. It's Broncos and Browns in the Thursday night matchup. Um, it's not my favorite matchup, but the podcast is going to be great because I want you to stay tuned for a secret word later in the show. Um, there will be prizes given away to some loyal listeners of the Shock Fantasy Podcast if they stay tuned and hear the secret word later in the show. We're back to the matchups I hate, though, on Thursday, which is okay for me on a personal note because I'm actually heading north to Moorhead today. I'm an assistant coach with STMA Boys Varsity Soccer Program. We are in the section final tonight against Moorhead. We are one win away from our first state tournament berth. We've never been there before. If you want to watch that game instead of a horrible football game, you can watch it online at spuds.tv. It'll be fun. Uh, This week sucks because of the injuries, specifically on the Brown side. Let's go through them really quick. Baker Mayfield won't play. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt are both out. Odell Beckham is a true game-time decision, as is Jarvis Landry, who they'd be activating off of IR. Tackle Jack Conklin will not play. Other tackle Jedrick Wills might play. 
Uh, even young linebacker stud Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa was placed on IR earlier this week, and Jadavian Clowney might not play. That's all for the Browns. The Broncos' side, they're a little healthier. Even Teddy Bridgewater's dealing with a foot injury, so there's not many guys that I would really like to start in this game outside of the DraftKings showdown slates, but it is the bipocalypse. You're forced to put some of these guys in your lineups, so here you go. Let's start with Teddy. Uh, he's the guy I put in my captain spot on DraftKings when I made my first lineup last night. Uh, 16-5 in the captain's share, 11,000 in the normal spot. And I think you have to have him in your DK lineups. The Browns are a bit dinged up on defense too, uh, as, as we just talked about a little bit. They've already surrendered the fifth most passing touchdowns this year. If you're desperate for a quarterback in a seasonal league, Teddy is a C-plus in this one. So take that grade, Charge, a plus there. If I like Teddy with a starting grade, I like Cortland Sutton too. He gets a solid B plus in this one. 14 targets for Sutton last week. Give me any player who's seeing double digits in targets in consecutive weeks, and I'll give you a starting player. In the three games he's been targeted 10 or more times, he's topped 100 yards, scored, or both in every one of them. Uh, Tim Patrick is even a C-plus grade in this one, as he's the only other wide receiver in town, basically. Patrick's last three games target totals six, nine. Nice. Then nice. six. So I'm predicting another nine nice. in this one. Nice. Patrick scores a touchdown in every other game, too, so he's got a coin flip's chance at a touchdown in this one. The Browns have allowed the eighth most yards and the fifth most touchdowns to the wide receiver position on the season, including touchdowns to three of the four Cardinals wide receivers last week. So I like both of these guys, actually, in this game. Uh, I think that since it's only two wide receivers that are really getting all the work in that offense, it's very easy to identify. Noah Fant is the last starting grade player on the Broncos. He gets a solid B grade here. The Browns have looked good against the tight end on paper, but the only good one they faced this year was Travis Kelsey in week one. He had six catches, 76 yards, and two touchdowns. Tyler Conklin is the next best tight end they face so far, and I'm not kidding at all. Uh, Fant has been solid this year. Seven targets, five receptions, 45 yards, and half a touchdown per game on average. Those are good enough for a B grade in my book. The running backs, every one of them in this whole game, I'd like to leave on the bench, and this is why. Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams are splitting touches. In a good matchup, that's just high C grades, but this is not that matchup. And high C, ah, yes. The ecto cooler. That brings us to today's secret word. That's ecto, E-C-T-O. If you tweet at Shock Fantasy with the hashtag Ecto, and you know you can you can write whatever you want. You can write what you like about the podcast. You can like uh, write what your your lineup looks like. But get a hashtag Ecto. We'll pick a couple of people to send some swag to this weekend. But now back to the matchups. Hashtag Ecto. The Browns are allowing an average of 19 carries for 70 yards per game. Now split that in half. And that's what Gordon and Javante likely see here. It doesn't get better in the passing game as the Browns are top eight in every category against runners, either rushing or receiving. On the other side, it's D. Ernest Johnson and Demetric Felton getting the starts for the Browns. Remember how good the Browns were against the runs? 
Yeah, I just talked about it 10 seconds ago. The Broncos are equally good, if not better, against the runs. The Broncos have allowed the fewest receptions and receiving yards to opposing backs, so that eliminates Demetric Felton from starting lineups. DeErnest is on the bench, too, because the Broncos are giving up an eerily similar 19 carries for 71 yards per game. Two running backs. Out of all the running backs in this whole game, if I have to play one, it's probably Dearness Johnson. It looks like he has the clearest path to 12 touches. And the Broncos have given up a few more touchdowns on the ground this year than the Browns have, so I would go with Dearness Johnson as the most likely running back to have a good fantasy day here. Case Keenum is your starting quarterback in a revenge game against the Broncos and a double revenge game because his old Vikings teammate Teddy Bridgewater took his spot in Denver. The Broncos are only allowing 242 and one touchdown through the air on average, although Ben Roethlisberger and Derek Carr were able to each hit the two-touchdown mark against this defense just in the last two weeks. He's not startable in most leagues, if you're desperate in a super flex, he's probably worth a D-plus start. Yeah, that's right, a D-plus grade, Charge. What do you think of that? As I, The Browns are going to have to move the ball through the air to get anything going. And let's talk about the receivers moving things through the air. We got Odell. We got Landry. We got Donovan Peoples-Jones. Now, it sounds like Landry is going to play. They have to take him off of IR a few hours beforehand, so we'll pretty much know this afternoon. If he's good, I'll start him with a C grade. Odell might be more questionable than Landry. If he does go, I will also give him a C grade in this one. His hookup with Baker has been bad this year, but let's see what he can do with a different quarterback under center. Maybe this will uh, turn something on in Odell's brain. The Broncos are giving up a robust 182 yards and a score per game to wide receivers. That's got to go somewhere. And so that, that brings me to Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think I only go DPJ if one of Landry or Odell sits. If one is out, he gets a C grade. If both somehow sit, I'm moving him up to a B. And finally, if you need a deep dart throw on DraftKings, Anthony Schwartz, he's a speedster. He's only 1,200 on DraftKings. A YOLO deep throw, he could he could get it. He could It could happen in this one. The tight ends, I'm leaving them all on the bench. Hooper, Njoku, Harrison Bryant. This defense is really good against the tight end. You have to be when you're in a division with Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. Speaking of Waller, they held him to five catches for 59 yards last week, which is pretty good for for going against Waller. Uh, Mark Andrews managed five for 67 against the Broncos earlier this year, but no other tight end has topped 24 yards, and exactly zero tight ends have scored on them this year. When you're mixing Hooper and Njoku and Harrison Bryant all into the game, I don't want any part of any of those tight ends in this one, so I'm leaving them all on the bench. That's it. That is the show for today. Remember, hashtag Ecto. We'll give away some swag to a few lucky people who use that hashtag on Twitter when they point it at Shock Fantasy this weekend. Uh, Yeah, that's it. This is Matt Harrison. I am the smartest man alive! I really am. (laughs) Yeah, at Explosive Output, at Shock Fantasy on Twitter. Uh, I thank you guys for listening to the Shock Fantasy Podcast, and I will talk at you again next week.